Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. I can. We're live. Awesome. It's you. Oh, hi. <laughs> can you hear me okay? Yeah, you just hopped in at the same time as uh, as we went live. It's like the timing couldn't have been better. That's awesome. <laughs> um, how's how's trips? Kim Kim's traveling out to um, the beautiful east coast of Canada. How's the drive so far? Drive is going well. We're about halfway between um, Montreal and Quebec City right now. So oh, fantastic. Well, great. Here, here we are on our on our weekly wrap up Friday already. Um, I am inspired by your travels because I I get the travel bug and I just can't wait to leave sometimes. Um, and uh, I'm curious, Kim, how did how did all your week go with all things trip planning and uh, work and and all of those things? When you look back on your week. Um, what's your weekly wrap up look like? Week is, uh, my week went pretty well. I, uh, sorry if my connection is bad, tr doing my best to try and find a place where it's not so bad. Um, uh, the week went pretty well. Um, my focus was to get some projects done, um, before we headed out on vacation for a week so that I could totally unplug, um, uh, other than this little pit stop that we're uh, doing with the podcast today, um, I will be completely offline and, uh, focused on my family, my vacation and being in beautiful PEI, um, for the, for the next week. So that was my intention and I was actually able to do it. I got the last thing out the door uh, this morning. So how about yourself, Louise? Fantastic. Um, yeah, my intention was really around focus time this week. So I took a tool that you shared with me, um, the Momentum uh, Chrome extension and really tried to implement focus time into my life this week. And I will have to say I had some of the most successful, productive, accomplished days um, that I've had in a long time using a, I know it's a time management tool, but it really feels more like energy management to me. Um, and when I look back, I can see all of the things that I worked on. My, my to done list uh, feels really great as I've worked on the important things and I haven't got bogged down in the, the distractibles. I'm going to call it that the distractibles, yeah. right? The emails, the, the messages, the phone, the laundry that's out the door here, like all of those things that are calling my name. Uh, I was able to spend some really great focus time this week and uh, I feel kind of fantastic on this beautiful Friday. That's great. I love hearing that. And yeah, the distractibles can be really intense sometimes, can't they? Yeah, they sure are. Uh, there's a great book. I think we could do a whole episode on being indistractable. There's a great book uh, called Indistractable. Um, and Love that. Uh, yeah, it, it is about, it, it's a little bit about time management, but I also really believe that um, it's about honoring your flow and finding the right time in the day to do the right kind of activities. That's a big part of it um, as well. And I, I think we often forget that we all have our own flow and one thing isn't going to work for everyone. 
Yeah, for sure. I know this week that a li- I worked a little bit on that actually myself is there, there is one part of uh, being in my business that is uh, challenging for me. And, um, and yet I want to be touching it every day, if at all possible. And so this week, um, I practiced when I was doing that because I would not, I was not doing it first thing in the morning. Um, and I practiced, okay. And I actually, uh, used a friend, um, for some accountability where we logged on, there was something that she wanted to get started with each morning. So we logged on for 30, 40 minutes and, uh, we both did what we needed to do and went along our merry way. And it felt so good to know that just taking that time to get that done and and be able to be focused and and be in that indistractable place and to do the work at a time that worked for me. So yes, let let's mark down that we'll do an entire episode on that cuz I think that'd yeah. be really fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um and I'm going to just kind of segue and piggyback off of uh what you talked about when um those ripple effects, right? Sometimes it's just doing one thing, one small thing or finding a seed that is is like a pebble in a pond and then it has these ripple effects that then start to impact other things in your day and other areas in your life. And our topic today is really kindness at work and and kindness in leadership. And I think that is one of those things that has some really impactful ripples that we forget about and we skip over a lot of we skip over being intentional around kindness, which is which is kind of what I wanted to talk about today, what we wanted to talk about today. Um, so tell me a little bit, Kim, when I say the word kind or kindness, what what are your thoughts around that or what is your definition around that? Well, two things. So my thoughts around it are there's actually a lot of uh, ways that kindness at work and kindness and leadership shows up, right? There, there's uh, there's the empathy. We can we can go right to that place of empathy. Uh, there's the um, how are we kind? Are we being kind in our communications? Uh, are we being uh, kind through caring for others and caring about others, which I think is very, very important. There's also um, the the idea when I when we talk about kindness uh, in leadership in particular, I think about the value of kindness, like how important it is, uh, particularly as a business owner and and historically as a manager, how much more efficient and effective my teams are, um, and therefore the bottom line is when there's kindness involved. Right. And again, there's the so there's the how do we show up kind? And then there's the what is the result of being kind? Um, How about for you, Louise? Yeah, I I think oftentimes folks, I've heard people anyways, talk about kindness in a way that it doesn't really particularly sound kind. It sounds nice. And I think that Mm. uh, we get confused around um, that we're being nice at work and we think we're being kind and that can really cause a lot more uh, problems like being nice at like being nice at work isn't always the most resourceful thing um, being kind I believe is never unresourceful I think when we lead with kindness 
that it has those ripple effects beyond what we're even trying to what we're even trying to do. And a it's that little bit of kindness goes a long way. Um, I, I, I really do believe that it amplifies as as the ripples move out from the from that seed or that pebble of kindness, um, for sure. But yeah, I think that what I hear a lot and my thoughts around that is that we try to be kind by being nice when we don't really mm -hmm. understand what kindness is in the workplace and what kindness is as a leader. Yeah, it's funny because being nice, in my opinion, I mean, I'm a nice person. I like being nice to people. <laughs> and yet I also know that sometimes the the nice thing, the kind thing to do is to approach a, a situation with candor, right? And to really show up and, and have those candid conversations so that there's growth right? I think kindness and growth go hand in hand because it's not about, kindness isn't about telling somebody what they did wrong. And yet it is addressing when things aren't necessarily where you want them to be. Right. Right. Yeah. Particularly yeah. as the leader. Yeah. I think uh, we could talk all, all day long about feedback, but I really do think that feedback when delivered correctly is a gift and it is it is just seeped with kindness um, when delivered correctly um, and I I would have to almost say I believe kindness is almost never feedback is almost never productive when it's delivered nicely and it, when it's delivered kindly it's impactful and I think that's um, one of the one of the things I'll get, you know, me, I get tripped up on words for sure. But it's um, it's very much like um, it makes a big difference. Uh, kindness in the workplace is is very holistic to me as well. Right. So it's not just about you. It's not just about your team or your direct report or the person you're even talking to in the hallway or in the virtual uh, meeting room. Kindness is also about keeping the, the best interests of everyone top of mind, including the organization. Um, and I think that's kind of the key piece that we often forget that, that the organization, like the reason that you're at work, right? The living, breathing thing that is your company, um, it, it needs kindness to survive. It needs something, right? It needs people on the right track. It needs people reaching their goals and being effective in what they do and being engaged and empowered at all of those things. And I think that that it's that holistic viewpoint, right? Of when we do an act of kindness, we're actually influencing and impacting those three areas. Yeah. Um, I was listening to a TED talk, um, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. Um, I think it came out in February of this year, so I didn't forget the name of it. It's, um, The Value of Kindness at Work by, uh, James Ree. And it is, uh, it's, it was really interesting because when I first started listening to him, I'm like, he's not talking about kindness at work. What is happening here? And, um, 
And yet listening all the way through, I think it speaks exactly to what you were just talking about, Louise, because it's, it, it talks about the dollars and cents and, and that only focusing on revenue isn't always the dollars and cents um, of your organization. So approaching it with kindness and the holistic kindness that you're talking about creates the um, the ripple effect of um, not only supporting your staff, but creating a more holistic, sustainable business. So kindness goes a really long way towards sustainability. Um, and, and again, it's, it's, it's funny because I think people do think about kindness as, oh, well, I have to soften my words. And well, yes, communicating kindly doesn't mean you're calling somebody an asshole or telling them that their work is shit, right? We, that's not kind. Right. right. And yet you can say, you know what, this work isn't up to your previous work. What's going on? And addressing that from a more humanistic, more empathetic space, right, that when we get into that delivery of it, um, again, it, you don't have to be nice. You don't have to, you know, walk on eggshells around somebody. You can actually say this work isn't, isn't what I was expecting, but why? Right. I think that curiosity of the but why creates that level of kindness. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it all it all folds into vulnerability, I think, too. Right. And when you are really leaning into, you know, kindness as a superpower, um, it does take some some vulnerability for you to be that authentic you. Right. And we'll, we we get to talk about showing up as you uh, next week on the on the podcast. Um, but I, I think like those two things really tie in tightly together, right? When you can be really um, speaking with integrity um, in a kind way that shows how authentic you are um, and, and that you have the best interests of everyone top of mind, right? Um, it just, it folds into almost like Every leadership quality book that I've ever read is like, is like sprinkled. There's that, that sprinkle of kindness throughout each one, um, right? Being empathetic is it, it done in a, is done with kindness, um, being right, communicating with kindness, um, right? Like all of those things, empowering your team, right? With kindness, it just it amplifies everything, and and I think it's all sprinkled throughout leadership in general. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. I think there there's so many benefits of kindness, and yet I think you know you, in my opinion, you you hit it right off uh, the the block, the nail. You hit the nail on the head. There we go. Okay. I found I found a <laughs> that worked. You hit the nail on the head um, as you started by saying that that it's not about night. It's not about the niceties, yeah. right? Um, but it is holistic, right? Yeah. Um, because it is about how we communicate. It is how we show up. It is about seeing the humanity. In, in others. Um, and I love that we're talking more into that place of authenticity uh, next mm -hmm. week, because I think that that does go hand in hand for sure with kindness. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I know I have I have a great resource um, around uh, kindness and, and as a leadership. And 
there's um, Julie Adam has this great book called Imperfectly Kind. And what I love about this book is that there's some really great like examples, case studies, like it's about kindness in action. Right. And, and I think Ooh. oftentimes when when we get tripped up, like between this word nice and this word kind, this is a great book to just really help kind of pull out those. Um, what does it mean to be kind at work and and to actually see kindness in the workplace? Sometimes, um, at least I know for me, not every workplace and not every leader that I've had in my past has used kindness as a superpower um, or even knows it exists <laughs> in leadership, <laughs> right? And so um, we learn by example, especially around kindness and especially when we think about like, how do we implement that into more of our everyday leadership style? Um, some really great examples that Julie shares there. Do you have any resources or any thoughts on, um, on kindness, Kim? So um, there's actually, I want to do a shout out for another podcast that I think is doing a lot of good work um, around uh, this, the concept of kindness and doing good business is the title of it. So it's doing good business uh, with Laura Heacock and uh, Kelly Stewart. Um, they do a wonderful job talking to people about um uh, the heart of it to me is really about kindness, but it's about doing good um, in the workplace. It's how to show up well in the workplace um, as, a, as um, a positive leader um, and, and the benefits of all of that. So just a shout out for that podcast. Um, some amazing episodes out there that deal specifically with um, kindness as well. And then I would uh, recommend that TED Talk, uh, again, that I know that you had put up earlier um, about kindness, uh, the value of kindness at work. Um, it breaks it down in a way that is, um, for those of you who are maybe less on the touchy-feely, soft, squishy side as I am, this one, the, that TED Talk may really resonate with you because it does get into the nuts and the bolts um, of the 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 true value, the, the value of kindness, which I think is really, really important. Yeah, absolutely. Any thoughts on one of the things that kind of came to mind as I was thinking about this episode today was uh, this idea of random acts of kindness. And so mm. often I can see on social media, folks that are recipients of random acts of kindness. And um, I wanted to know your thoughts and and how does how does that play into kindness in the workplace? Yeah, I think I think I've seen it done well. Um, you know, when when it's not uh, forced without buy-in, right? We we've uh, either seen or heard of uh, HR departments who. Um, really want to push home this idea of people doing kind things for other people. Again, the niceties nice. to, for other people. Yeah. Um, creating, like, do a shout out award. It can be anonymous. And if it's done well and there's buy-in and that the people understand that it's creating a culture of kindness um, and that kindness comes in all ways and this is but one way, that we can be kind to each other. You know, if you see somebody in your workplace doing something 
absolutely give them a shout out, right? It, it You can give them a shout out by going to their manager. You can give them a shout out by letting them know personally, hey, I just saw what you did. That was amazing. Um, that kind of kindness, those kinds of random acts of kindness are lovely. Um, I find the um, truly forced way of doing it um, where you know there's now gift boxes and this and that it becomes onerous and heavy and I feel like we lose the plot of kindness when it goes a little too far so I think finding that balance of again this is but one element of kindness so if you're creating a culture of kindness it's not the only way we're kind in our organization how about for you yeah I, I couldn't agree more that sometimes it it comes back to this idea of between kind and nice. And just because you do something nice for your, you know, as an HR partner, just kind of you're doing something nice for your employees doesn't, doesn't spread kindness necessarily. I think it has its own merit and its own objective, mm -hmm. but not to get confused with being truly kind and showing up in a, in a kind way. Um, it's, uh, I think kindness is something that's uh, done on a very personal level. Um, it's done individually. And when organizations kind of rip that out of the individual's hands and then try to, like you said, push it on others, then it really does lose that um, uh, sense of, of the intention around what it's supposed to be. Um, are random acts of kindness great? Yes, I think they should be called random acts of niceness um, get so that we don't get confused and we think we're being kind at work when we're being nice. Um, so, but that's me getting tripped up on the words again. <laughs> no, I mean, and I, and the language is important again, I think in particular when, when you're trying to create a culture of kindness, yeah. because what you're not trying to do is create a culture of, of nicety. Yeah. Um, because nicety can turn, honestly, nicety can turn into almost passive aggressiveness, right? Yeah. It can turn into this, um, but I've done this for you. So now I expect you to be showing up and, and behaving a certain way versus creating a culture of kindness, which again, has the element of candor, has the element of growth and development and, and also transparency, Right. To me, kindness in an organization has a lot to do with transparency. Um, and if you don't feel like you can authentically and I know we'll talk more about this next week, but if you don't feel like you authentically can show up as your full self because the organization has created this this veil around you, there's a lack of transparency. And that to me is not creating a kind culture. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I want to invite our listeners to leave any comments, outbursts, suggestions. Um, what I also would love uh, to, to have uh, you, listener, is to uh, maybe show up on our LinkedIn page or our YouTube page and just leave some comments around, you know, what do you see as kindness in leadership? And I would love to hear more about thoughts around niceness and random acts of kindness, and maybe even examples of when HR departments have done things really well. Um, I haven't seen it done really well personally, so I would love to see um, any stories that people have around uh, kindness in the workplace and and even examples of a kind leader. What does what, How does kindness show up for you in your workplace? 
Um, and I would love to hear some stories about that. We might not have enough for story time here on the podcast. Um, but That'd be awesome. Yeah, wouldn't it? Um, but please leave some comments because I'd really love to hear that. I think that um, I often do see um, niceness and kindness getting mixed up. And I'd love to hear some great stories too about uh, kind leaders and, and your experiences. Yeah, absolutely. Does that take us to our golden nuggets? Uh, I It sure does. What was your golden nugget today, Louise? Uh, my golden nugget is really around the idea of intentionality around kindness. And when we are um, bringing that to us, when, when that's something that we really value and, and bring forward, um, being authentic and, and showing that we we genuinely care in the things that we do. Um, that's that's really intention, being intentional and showing up as your best self. I think that's um, that's what I take away from today. How about you, Kim? So it's it's the words, it's the language, right? It it goes to that place of when we are intentional with our language and when we are create trying to create something, a culture of kindness or, or anything else, making sure that everybody understands what the words mean. Because if we are saying that we want a culture of kindness, but people are running around and focusing on niceness, niceties, then we're not yeah. creating it. So let's make sure that everybody's on the same page with what the words mean. Yeah, absolutely. Um, fantastic. Well, thanks for joining us on the road. Um, I just had that on the road. Yeah. Um, Oh, I shouldn't sing because then we'll get cut um, with some copyright loss. Sorry. Um, but yeah, thanks, Kim, for joining us from the road. Um, and I can't wait to uh, to talk next week about. Oh, hang on. There's next week. Um, here we go. There it goes. First, um, showing up as yourself at work. Um, a pre-recorded episode, I will say. We are not live because we are enjoying the holiday here in Canada. However anyone celebrates it, we'll be out celebrating. Um, but please join us uh, for that um, in Memorex, um, for sure. Uh, thanks again, Kim, for, for taking the time out for us today. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks so much for everybody joining live and, and Louise dealing with my uh, technology issues because I'm sure it's a little wonky on that side. <laughs> uh, it's working out great. Uh, all right, everyone. Uh, take care. Have a great week. Um, bye for now. Bye.